0: do i start this thing again (laughs) welcome to this week's talking codswallop i am gemma am i
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm james i'm slightly confused that i'm recording with gemma but it's obviously a good sign that she is able to give us the time and is healthy enough to be able to have a chat with us so salty tadpoles think yourself incredibly lucky
0: Yeah, reunited and it feels so good.
1: (laughs) It does, it does. I just hope it feels all right for you as you're a bit under the weather.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. I was going to say, yeah, with regards to what James just said, I'm still feeling utterly crap. But at the same time, I'm missing recording massively. And we were discussing before we even started recording that I don't think we even know how long it's been since uh, the last yeah. time we actually physically recorded together is it it's been
1: a while it could be a month maybe
0: yeah maybe it feels longer a than that maybe but yeah, even more. yeah. <laughs> but yeah so just in case anyone wondered we are still on this podcast together <laughs> <No>. <laughs> neither, of <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> neither of us booted yeah neither of us have been booted off Um, James has been rebooted a couple of times in the early days, but, um, (laughs) otherwise it's all good. (laughs) So, um, well, actually, before we get into sort of how we've been, I just wanted to Mm -hmm. do a quick bit at the beginning of the show, if I may, about, um, basically I had a loss this week and, um, it's also a lot of other people's loss as well. And it's unfortunately, um, It's really tricky because I keep wanting to call him a friend of mine and we were kind of electronic friends, so to speak. And, you know, he was always supporting me with regards to, like, this project and stuff like that. And we always both spoke so highly of each other. So in that sense, we are friends, but we only met once. Although, technically, that's the same for me and James as well. But, you know...
1: That's not true. We met twice.
0: Oh, I do apologise, yeah. So, yeah, so it was quite a big loss. And uh, to you my fellow friends in the the Garmy, um, so the people that listened to the Ralph report. And it was obviously, I haven't even said his name yet, so that's great, isn't it? But um, Steve Ashton sadly passed away last Thursday. So, um, you know, and he had some very bad complications with a stroke that he had. And uh, sadly, the initial um, incident, he was found... Um, After he'd had the stroke, he was found, like, a couple of days later. So, you know, the damage had been done already. You know, it it was really bad. But we all thought that he was on the road to recovery. Um, But sadly, yeah, he did pass away. So, yeah, don't know necessarily whether it was complications to that or whether it was actually, you know, um, well, we don't know what it was. It doesn't really matter. But, yeah, I mean, there was times when he was an absolute asshole. There was times when he was, you know, a really good, nice guy. He was a really nice guy. Uh, James, unfortunately, never got the opportunity to speak to him because he's been on the podcast a couple of times, but it was kind of I arranged it when uh, James wasn't available, you know, so Steve would sort of jump in occasionally and fill the shoes of James. But, uh, you know, it it is a sad loss and... I've been quite saddened by it, to be honest. It's one of those things that it's kind of like, you know, when it it it, it touches you and you, you kind of feel like you want to cry, but you don't cry, if that makes sense. Cause, and also you kind of feel a little bit like, well, you know, we weren't massive friends in life, you know, in reality, so to speak, IRL. But we would... Sort of support each other, and we would, um, you know, we were always kind to each other. I mean, yes, we had little fallings out outs from time to time, but then James will tell you, me and you have had uh, falling outs from time to time, haven't we? <laughs> but
1: I'm saying nothing on that.
0: <laughs> no, no, but you know, the same thing will be said. But it is a massive loss, and there was, um, there was actually a GoFundMe set up. Oh, I should say as well, my bedroom window's open, so sh- sorry, everyone, but it's hot. But uh, there was a GoFundMe set up because his children, his children are only about, I think they're 15 and 20, so they're not very old at all, but um, they had to arrange, obviously, they're having to arrange the, the funeral and whatnot. So he put up this GoFundMe because they're not able to access his, um, his estate. At this stage,
1: yeah, it be knowing from when people have died um it it can be quite tricky to access to funds yeah so it, yeah it can be it can be a very difficult thing there's a, a lot of people have to go through sometimes it's it's easier than other times, but obviously yeah it can be it can be quite a long winded process,
0: yeah, especially as like obviously they're so young he he was i think he was fifty five something along those lines, So he wasn't overly old either. Um, so they wouldn't necessarily have put, you know, things like that into place, would they? You know, like the lasting power of, uh, of attorney and stuff like that. So anyway, they created this GoFundMe and Ralph Garman shared it amongst all of us in the the listeners of the Ralph Report. So we're still called the Garmy. So, well, they wanted five grand so that they could give him like a pretty decent like funeral and whatnot. And last time I checked, it was at £27,000, James.
1: That's pretty impressive.
0: It is. I mean, that shows how kind of loved and respected he was, really, doesn't it? It
1: does, it does. I mean, I didn't know, I, you know, know very little about the guy. I've never had contact with him. But clearly people yeah. liked him. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it was just because it was a sad situation as well. But, uh yeah. So, and I know James, like, like James just said as well, that you know, you, you didn't have the opportunity to sort of record with him or whatever. So this is kind of, this is just purely coming from myself because James mm-hmm. hasn't really got much to inter- interject to it shall I say not interact but um yeah I just I wanted to say for a couple of minutes anyway that you know it is a sad loss um if the funeral is open to the general public instead of it being like a private affair then I think well me and Owen Owen Edmonds have actually discussed that we may see if we can actually you know attend it because you know we were both very close to Steve so but um yeah it's just it's been a bit sad but uh, it also makes you realise that life goes on as well, doesn't it? So True, and it's that thing if you never know the hour. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just at that moment, a seagull was flying by going... Quack! I so. thought I
1: could hear something.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Like I said, I've got the bedroom windows open at the moment because it's a bit of a scorcher, so... So, I'll leave the, the Steve chat there, but um, yeah, and we'll sort of get into a bit of the funny stuff now. But I just, mm-hmm. it didn't feel right not giving a little nod to him. So, so how have you been, James?
1: <laughs> I've not been too bad. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm between projects because my uh, work that I was doing previously, the contracts come to an end, so I'm looking for other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to keep myself really busy. Uh, I've started going back to the gym again, so that's been good. So as long as I don't cause any damage to myself, like tearing my uh, shoulder muscles again, I <laughs> should be okay. Um, but yeah, it's not been too bad. I've, we've uh, well, A couple of weeks ago, I had a family friend staying, so that was always nice. Then one of my old work colleagues just... Spin by and say hello. So yeah, it's been pretty, been pretty good in that respect. It's uh, it's been uh, been enjoyable and being British as ever, we've had the constant ever changing weather. It's either been raining or sunny. Yeah, and we're, we're hitting a <laughs> we're hitting a sunny spell at the moment. so That's always good. Um, but more importantly, how are you?
0: Wow. <laughs> I, again, I said this off mic, but uh, I'm. One level of shit, and uh, no, sorry, I'm a level of poo with a big mm-hmm. dollop of shit on top at the moment. That's how mm. I'm feeling, but uh, the
1: chef, the chef
0: special, the chef special, special, yeah. Still unable to talk, um, and yeah, a side of bogey pie for dessert. I think really, so um, mm. yeah, so delightful. Yeah. And to be honest, I haven't massively been up to anything. Um, Yeah. You know, it's been it's it's pretty much been work and then sleeping. I've been watching an awful lot of telly, so I will give you my uh, TV reviews. And there's probably a couple of programs or at least one anyway that um, I know we can discuss together at least as well. So Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's so literally at the moment. That's um, I have been. God, I sound like I'm absolutely moaning. I know that I'm the queen of moaning. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it's normally comical moaning and this is uh, negative moaning. So I'm sorry. But, you know, not recording has really kind of got me down quite a bit. And uh, James knows this, as I told you earlier, didn't I? Mm hmm. And um, those seagulls are driving me nuts. I have to go and get say, a but shotgun. at least you've got
1: the sea—at least you've got the seagulls to keep you happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, Mister Socks, you know, Mister mm. Socks always makes me happy. He's still—he's still running around like a nutcase. So you know, it's all good. I'm just going to actually go and shut my windows because the seagulls are driving me nuts. Okay. <laughs> I'll be to be
1: back. fair, I would expect nothing left for, less from
0: Socks. No, exactly. I'll be back in two seconds. Hold on. <laughs> Right, the fuckers have been locked out.
1: Yeah, they're certainly noisy, aren't they?
0: They are. It's because there's babies now as well. So, ah. yeah, they're all sort of like trying to take flight and stuff like that. So the parents are calling them to kind of, come on, come on. Come on, Megan, let's go fly.
1: I don't know why Megan. Well, you, you've na- I was going to say you've named them.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Megan was the first name that popped into my head. Hello, okay, Steve, Steve, come on, Steve,
1: Steve the Seagull, I'm Steve the Seagull, I'm flapping about on the roof. Uh, as you pray guest bulls, <laughs> the, the lack of recording uh, for Gemma and interaction on the podcast, her brain is slowly on this precipice of craziness, but we'll, we'll power on
0: we will power on, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely, um, I think my mum and Graham are sick of me because like normally <laughs> I would get all of the uh, craziness out on the podcast, but they're like, mm-hmm. uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh, this is even crazy for us.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, dear.
0: <laughs> oh, one good thing I did um, actually thinking about it is that Graham had a birthday a couple of days, well, yeah, about a week ago again. And um, we went out for dinner, which was really nice. Nice. Yeah, I had had, like this massive portion of um, macaroni cheese. I love. I really fancied macaroni cheese, so as soon as I saw it on the menu, I was like, "Oh my god, yes!" And um, yeah, it was. It came in this massive bowl, and I was just like, "Oh." get in my face (laughs) i would hope it'd be getting
1: your belly but i I think i understand what you're trying to tell me
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely well it needs to get into my mouth first so you know get into my mouth i guess but uh yeah no it's um you know when you just really fancy something and then it's like it's Mm -hmm. there and it's available and you're like oh (laughs) <laughs> or
1: alternatively you, you really you really want the food and then you end up having it and you end up having like remorseful guilt
0: <laughs> yeah i shouldn't and, have eaten it it's yeah. a bit bad for you yeah i mean obviously that's not great for me anyway but um you know well with regards to you know it's like high in calories or whatever but at the same time if you go out for a meal why have a salad when you go out for a meal it's supposed to be a treat night very true it? very yeah. true
1: very very true
0: Yeah, and also another good thing as well, uh, it's all flooding out now. Um, Over the last year or so, I've lost about two stone. Wow, well done. Would you like
1: some from me? Because I can definitely spare some.
0: (laughs) No, I've still got more than enough to get rid of. So that's, uh, yeah, that's no problem at all. So (laughs) I'll keep hold of what I've got for the time being. (laughs) But yeah. Well well done on that one. Thank you. So James, um, have you got any codswallop? at all i do
1: i've I, I had one that i've remembered to tell you and then i had a second one that i seemed to have, it, it has escaped me what the second one was gonna be but i have got a, a major one which is obviously as i said i've been going to the gym again yeah and one of the big things that you know in the gym is the idea is that you're supposed to actually you know be in there and exercise and i understand if you might take a moment to say glance at your phone to to maybe change a track or if you've got a tracking you know like a, a workout system in there mm-hmm. your phone you might want to have a look on that the inherent problem i've now found is that because the school hold is on the gym is full of you know kids slash teenagers yeah and for the most part they do at least get on with their exercises but there seems to be a large number of them who basically just plant themselves down on a machine and then on the phone or churning to the mates, and then actually doing exercise. And it does get really annoying, because if you want to get to your next set, it's, uh, it, it, it impedes that happening. And even if you kind of chew them along, they still seem to spend a bit of time doing stuff. So it is a Codswallet, but I found a way of actually, sol- this will be new, new ones, tadpoles. I've actually found a way of solving the Codswallet, which okay. is this. So the last time it happened, I couldn't get onto the machines I wanted. So, finished my set, because I mainly was doing cardio, walked home, grabbed some food, and then thought, actually, you know what, I'll go back to the gym and see if I can get back in and do my weights. And lo and behold, that's what I ended up doing. I got in, just pretty much had anybody in there, did my weight set, got a bit more cardio in, went home. And the beauty of it, if I have to do it again, is the fact that I'm still getting that walk to and from of extra exercise home and some more, you know, exercise when I get back to the gym. So it's a codswallop that has almost resolved itself to create something positive. Yeah. I know. I feel weirded out by it too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, to be honest, um, codswallops never had to be a negative, negative thing. So it's, Mm -hmm. you know, codswallops initially instigate the problem and then it's like, it can resolve itself, you know, so, but um, I mean also it is based around anger, which you know, I did put up a poll recently, didn't I to see if and if uh, James and Andy having their cods was just as uh, angry as I would normally be, and uh, yeah they just sound like everyone voted that they sounded like grumpy old men, apparently,
1: <laughs> so no one can ever be as angry as you. that's the thing, Jim, such rageful.
0: I know, I know, but the problem is, is, I do it with a smile on my face, so nobody ever really knows if I'm being serious. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I am. Uh, I do remember what the other cods warp is. So yeah, see, I had to get, I had to get my car serviced, MOT, etc. Went through mm-hmm. no issues, touch for there still be no issues. So I go to pay, put my code into pay mm-hmm. on my card. Doesn't go through, do it again, doesn't go through. So you've got no other option at that point. What went wrong, Tab Pulse? What went wrong, Gemma? Can you guess? I'll tell you what went wrong. I rushed oh, out. Of the I was
0: going to guess. Can I guess? No.
1: Okay. Go on, have a guess.
0: Um, you were putting the wrong pin number in or you were using your Tesco's uh, club card. <laughs> Dementia hasn't hit me yet,
1: yet, okay. so I'm not going to using the club card or like your library card. Uh, it was the wrong pin to the wrong card. The problem I had is that I'd only taken one card out with me, and in the rush of everything, of course, your mind goes blank. Mm -hmm. Now, again, this was actually a solvable Codswarp, so (sighs) all hats off to the garage. They I said to the guy, I can go home and come back, and he went, nope, no rush. He goes, just come back tomorrow and and pay then, which is what I did. But, of course, when I get back home, all the information comes flooding back that I needed to have with me at the time. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) that's it but that's a uh, that's a good sense of like you trusting your customer and stuff i mean yes. i'm guessing you pretty yes. much go there all the time do you well not all the time but when required yes yeah, well, yeah. I was there
1: all the time. I'd be worried my car was a death trap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, what I mean by that is that, you know, uh, yes. when uh, you have to have I've your service them. in yes. M.O.T., yes. you go to them guys. So they've obviously built I up do. a rapport with you, which is uh, which mm-hmm. is really good. Mm-hmm. So yes. <laughs> And they trust you. I don't know why they trust you, but they do. <laughs> oh, shocking, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. See, my blabbering helped you to remember Mm -hmm. what your second codswallop was. It did. It Mm. did.
1: But what is your codswallop? Strap yourself in, tadpoles. I think it'll be a good one.
0: Yeah, I too have two. So Mm. that's probably not good English there, but never mind. Um, So my first one is, it's kind of the local area it affects. So... um, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. um, Where I live is, um, a place called Wyke. I won't finish the, um, the, the end of the town, ta- you know, like, I don't want to give everyone the full information of where I live. Most people know it anyway, but anyway, um, it's, uh, it's kind of like a little, it's really hard to explain because it's like a, it's basically like a road or like a little village type thing that's in between, um, two major towns so mm-hmm. you've got like portland and weymouth which are the major towns but even mm-hmm. for most people they're actually pretty small but anyway so it's kind of like this tiny little area in between and um <clears throat> yeah so every summer obviously when it gets lovely and warm Got your windows open, you're letting the air flow, which is lovely, which I had earlier, but you know, seagulls ruined my my moment. And yeah, I'm painting the picture here. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you get hit with this awful smell. And it smells like rotten vegetables with eggs on top. And it is vile. It is utterly vile. <laughs> and it's nick- It's nicknamed the White Whiff, which is why I told you where I live.
1: <laughs> and, okay.
0: Yeah. And, but it's honestly, it's the most putrid and horrible smell in the world. And um, nobody seems to take responsibility for it. Like, uh, you know, like Weymouth Council um, or uh, uh, environmentally, you know, People and stuff like that nobody seems to want to take responsibility for this god-awful smell it's so hard to kind of like explain what it smells like but it's just so goddamn vile it is and so you know it's a hot day so you've either got to keep your windows open and deal with this smell or you got to shut your windows and deal with just sweating. And ugh, it's horrible, James. It's disgusting. It's a,
1: again, the double-edged sword, stinkiness of sweatiness or the horrible smell outside.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least with the sweatiness, you and can put deodorant on, so that's, you yeah. know, that's an issue, not yeah. an issue. Uh, has this happened regularly? Yeah, it happened. I think
1: I've heard about this. I honestly think as soon as you mentioned it, I thought this I'm sure I've read about this. There's been this aroma that they just cannot get to the bottom of what's causing it. Yeah. This rings a bell.
0: Yeah, I think well, I think um we covered a story about um hmm. a different whiff. <laughs> um I can't remember I can't remember the location of it, but uh so it did it did sort of sing true of uh the area that i live in as well but uh it's um it, it, yeah i don't know i don't know if it's ever been publicly announced or whatever about it smells like um is it se- not sewage well it kind of is like that you know kind of toilet waste and oh this sounds goddammit. delightful
1: yet this is yeah. a real selling point for anyone who wants to move to the area you live in
0: yeah yeah absolutely the the Black Death started here in the UK. Uh, we've got uh, lots of chalk drawings of a naked man and a horse riding the wrong way. And um, we have got <laughs> Barge Gate, um, you know, it's a popular so, feature where I'm sick. You, of the, base? I was going to say I'm yeah, sick to death of hearing about Barge Gate, to be honest. Um, nobody, I, I, I don't even know what my own opinion is about it right. anymore because i i just feel like i'm being inundated with uh so much information about it but anyway we got a refugee barge and now mm-hmm. we got a stinky stink so yeah you, you live in a, an area that I, I i'm getting the
1: impression you must have been like cursed by somebody in the in the previous you know previously many years ago maybe some sort of medieval curse upon your area
0: you must have we must have, because it is the you know, the area between Portland and Weymouth, and Portlanders and Weymouthers, I don't know really, Portlanders and Weymouthers, uh, they are renowned for fighting, so uh, you never oh, know. Oh dear. Yeah, so we're caught in the middle. So. If your
1: crops all wither and die suddenly, it definitely is that you're cursed. <laughs>
0: Well, we seem to be all right on the garden front, but yeah, we haven't got any uh we haven't got any <laughs> crops, so. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to eat them anyway with the smells that are coming out anyway. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and then D my and last go- uh, mm, sorry.
1: I said dear me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, ugh, I feel so much better now I've been recording, by the way. Um, I mean, I do, not I feel crap still, but you know, hmm. just <laughs> You know, just in oh, case you, you feel crap,
1: you're, <laughs> where you lips stinks of shit, but you know, you're feeling somewhat better. That's positive. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. And my last cord swallow is again, it's not going to have a little bit of a backstory to it as well. Um, I well, popped into town today during my lunch break and I just went and picked up a, a sandwich. Um, went to Londis. Other shops are available, but that was one I went to. So I was checking out the rolls that were there and um, I was like, nothing really took my fancy. And then I saw sausage and egg and I was like, oh, I really fancy that, you know. So I I went to pick it up and then I was like, oh, no, that roll feels a bit, you know, it felt a bit weird. So I picked up the one behind it and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Anyway, you know, sometimes sometimes it just feels a bit, you know, maybe it's probably not stale, but it just felt a bit. uh, Anyway.
1: I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah,
0: there was a reason why I didn't pick up the one that was in my hand. And uh, so I drove off, I went on to a nice quiet destination so I could just sit and have my lunch in peace and quiet for a bit and looked at my role and, oh, the look of disappointment that came over my face must have been, you know, scary, scary one to anyone that was around. Huh?
1: One for the ages.
0: Yes, yes, one for the ages, because the sandwich that I'd picked up was not in fact sausage and egg, it was bacon and egg. And, you know, the little bit of backstory is I don't particularly like bacon. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. But wait, you don't like bacon? No. Oh, whoa. Hang on. This is a, a life-changing moment for me. Yeah. My God, somebody doesn't like bacon. Yeah. I don't know if I can ever be on this podcast again.
0: <laughs> oh, well, you, you at least need to do another recording this week and then, you know, we'll talk about it. <laughs> no, there's, there's a couple of reasons why. I mean... If I'm really in the mood for bacon, I'll eat bacon, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But today I wasn't in the mood. I was in the mood for a sausage and egg sandwich. So, you know, first of all, that's biggest disappointment in the world. Um, second of all, I, um, yeah, I find bacon quite a bit salty. And I don't particularly mm-hmm. like overly salted food. And the other thing is, is that when I was younger, a bit of the um, bacon fat got stuck down my throat and I actually nearly choked so all of that kind of association is all there so yeah (laughs) and I was absolutely starving hungry and I had to eat it and I was just like forcing it down my neck going (laughs) (laughs) I was so disappointed James and um but you know I also felt felt really sick as well afterwards I was just like that was worst sandwich ever why did that happen to me?
1: <laughs> I'm sure they're starving people in other
0: countries. So really, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I you know that's kind of why I ate it because I was like, yeah. well, you know, p- children in Africa, as I used to say to my nieces. But you know,
1: <laughs> there's also an important thing that you can learn from this: always look at the label.
0: Well, I did. Do you know what it was? Because it was in the same sh- same section. So I was just like all the other roles were exactly the same, so I just assumed and yes, it made an ass out of me. <laughs> but it didn't make an ass out of you and me.
1: <laughs> yes. But yeah. Well if that's the worst thing that's gonna to happen to you, that you get the wrong sandwich, I'm hoping that remains to be the case. That's the worst thing that happens.
0: Well today, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's the spirit gem. <laughs> nobody saw but i did a fist pump in the air (laughs) so um i you know i i was well actually before we get on to it what you know i know we've kind of briefly discussed what you were doing with your job but was there sort of anything else that you wanted to sort of indulge in or is there is not a, that it. i can think of no no <laughs> you just you just want another job now that's exactly the same so that you can have the fun again sort of thing something not, within that ballpark yeah, yeah yeah that'd be nice yeah it'd be nice to wake up every monday and be like you know a bit like the read adv- adv- adverts or whatever and they're like oh it's monday oh, i'm excited that it's monday which mm. nobody ever feels like even in their dream job i don't think but so shall i get into what I've been watching recently.
1: Yes, please tell me I'll See if we we cross paths at all.
0: Yeah. Well, I know we have with the first one recently. I watched Black Mirror, the latest series, mm-hmm. and uh, so I know that me and James have both watched this. And there were certain episodes that I really enjoyed, and mm. then there was during the time, you know, during watching them, there was a couple of episodes, the first two, I think it was for me, that I actually. Didn't really enjoy quite as much as I normally would with a Black Mirror, um, you know, episode. Mm. But actually, on reflection, they were actually quite well filmed in a way because mm-hmm. it was like all about taking people's identity and you know, people signing over their lives. And, you know, it's almost like, um, it's like the robots, you know, um, I can't think what it is, but you know, it's like the what they're saying that the writers, you know, they're gonna start using oh, the AI. The AI.
1: About AI. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it was a bit like that. So actually on reflection, it was kind of actually I thought it was actually not too bad. But mm. yeah. There was um the other episodes, you know, from the the space one, you know, where they, they went mm-hmm. in went into space, but then they were sort of I don't know. <laughs> it's been a while it's, since they've seen it. So, yeah, James, I mean, the you take the, the thing with that I
1: found with Black Mirror is, it, uh, generally, I mean, I'm not I'm not as, en, you know, engrossed in them as a lot of people are, but I've generally mm-hmm. found them reasonably enjoyable. But I've got to be honest, on this last run, I found a lot of it just, it was a letdown. I wasn't that impressed by it. it mm. And the final episode of the entire run, I can't, I could not even tell you what the final episode was. Because I just was that I just could not get interested in it at all. It just didn't do anything for me. Um I don't know. Maybe it's the the problem that people are expecting rather a lot of it now.
0: Mm, maybe. Um, and
1: there's only only so much they can come up with. But I don't know. Yeah, it was okay, but it 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 will not set the world on fire for me. It was it, some of it was watchable, some of it wasn't. I I enjoyed the space episode. That was good. Yeah. Um Quite enjoyed the the werewolfy thing. But as for the others, uh, yeah, they're okay, but...
0: Yeah, well, actually, the last episode was actually a film.
1: Oh, right, okay. Yeah,
0: so, so yeah, because it went on for about an hour rather than, like, the normal length of episode, which is probably right. 40 minutes, actually, just not much. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was an hour and 25 minutes or something like that. But um, the last episode was basically this girl who was... Um, she's a goody two shoes basically but she also was um bullied for her heritage as well because she was an indian mm-hmm. and you know you know how sometimes unfortunately the racial behavior can can happen and stuff like that so mm-hmm. and it was also set in like the 80s i think so it was quite ripe in in those days wasn't it you know being i'll top. have
1: to take your word for it i never saw <laughs>
0: no 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 i mean i mean the 80s you know like from a historical point of view um so yeah so there was this um there was this girl and uh like i said she was like quite an innocent person but she had to um she had to kill three people otherwise if she didn't kill three people then the world was going to explode so it's quite funny that you said about the world exploding, and um, yeah. So, and it's just like you watch that watch her as she gets driven mad by the fact that um, you know, like if she doesn't do it, then it's going to be like the end of the world and literally the end of the world. Yeah. So she's got three days to kill three people, and yeah, she gets arrested. Sorry, spoiler alerts to anybody who actually wants to watch it. But um, she gets arrested and she's trying to tell the story of what is going on, you know. And nobody's, of course, believing her because, you know, why would anyone believe her?
1: They just think she was mad.
0: Yep. And then it clicked over just past midnight on the third day. And... Mm -hmm. What happens next? You'll have to watch. <laughs> mm. <laughs> there was a big boom. I'm still Thanks. not going to watch, but <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no. So you know, it was it was quite interesting, but again, it was kind of one of those things that it didn't massively grip me. Mm. So yeah, I watched it because I'm a cl- completist rather than uh, yes, no, yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's how I was trying to do it. I thought I'll watch them all, mm-hmm. and I remember when I was at work the next whenever it was not the day after I'd seen them, people going, oh, yeah, we, we want to get around to watch them. I said, well, I wasn't that impressed, but yeah. tell me, you know, I hope you enjoy them, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. The other programmes that I've been watching, have you seen Good Amens yet, the second series?
1: No, no, it's, it's just not my... I, I, it doesn't work, you know, when I've seen like yeah. The Trails and Things, I just don't think it's going to be It doesn't really grab my attention I know Aww. people like it, but it's not something I think I particularly dig, so yeah, but, uh, yeah, people do seem to really like it
0: Yeah, I really I really enjoyed it, I've watched um, The Series 1, and obviously this was Series 2, so it must have been good Because otherwise they wouldn't have booked a Series 2 But uh, I won't I won't go into detail massively with that one Because it is quite newly out there But mm-hmm. um I think it's a little bit of silliness. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like yes. there's like the semi serious plots, but it's mm-hmm. kind of uh, just a bit tongue in cheek and a bit silly. So, and it's lighthearted as well at points, but yes. there was also a couple of like not emotional, but you know, there's almost bits where you felt a bit like, oh, moments, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm um in this latest series and uh you know so i really enjoy it and i pretty much love um michael sheen and david tennant so uh i i think they're great in everything so um yeah can't fault that program really um what else have i been watching (laughs) what else have i been watching i got it all written down in front of me what a doofus (laughs) i watched hannibal i think i've discussed that before
1: the tv series yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, the TV series, so I finished all of that. That was uh, that was amazing. It was, honestly, if you love, like, Hannibal Lecter or Silence of the Lambs, whatever. But, you know, it, yeah, there's some amazing nods to that in that TV series as well. So, another... Pre- sorry, this is literally the only thing that I've been doing, guys. So, uh, sorry that I'm just listing off everything that I've been watching. But, <laughs> um, but I am nearly at the end, so, you know, bear with. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was another another program this was on sky um so you may be able to find it in, uh you know other ways if you haven't got sky tv you know my heart me hearties you know with the pirates
1: A <laughs> brain's broken people have sympathy <laughs>
0: <laughs> no no yes yeah, a program called from is really quite an interesting concept so basically again this is the second series of it but There's people that come into this town, and then uh, if they see, like, a fallen tree, Mm -hmm. then it means that they're going to get stuck at this town. And they obviously, at that point, they don't know. So, you know, there's this massive group of people. They're in just this one isolated spot. It's kind of a bit like Under the Dome, if you ever saw that. Did you see that? No,
1: I've not. And I, I don't think I've even heard of this show, so...
0: What, well, from or Under the Dome?
1: Uh, under the Dome, kind of, I think I might have heard of that, but from, it doesn't ring any bells at all.
0: Yeah, well, it is It is brilliant. So if you can find it anywhere, I would recommend you um, giving it a shot. So basically what happens is, so like I said, there's a um, group of people, they're all gathered in one spot. Halfway through the first episode, so it is a little bit of a spoiler, but you find out. That people have all come from different locations, say they've come from New York, Kansas City, or you know if those places are nearby, ignore you know ignore that, but you know they're they're all coming from different directions, going to a different destination, but they all end up at this one place, and it's really sort of like it's really kind of creepy and stuff like that, so they're all stuck at this place, but then at night there's these kind of like monsters in a way, but they hu- they look like humans, but they have these big, massive smiles on their faces, and they're really, really creepy, and they basically, um, if they catch you, they're going to, you know, torture you and kill you kind of thing, so it's like, it's, you know, fairly good horror kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, it, the storyline is quite gripping as well. You've got some cheesy moments in the storylines, you know, but... There are, you know, a lot more of the sort of gripping stuff to actually watch with that. So, yeah, I'd check that out. It's uh, from. (laughs) James has currently gone away. Why is he gone away? Does he not love us anymore? where have you gone James where have you gone okay well in the meantime what I'll carry on and do is I'll um, talk about the other programs that I do Uh, I've been watching or I'm currently watching at the moment so um, I wanted something a little bit cheesy which is um, I'm currently watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I realized that I hadn't watched all of the series of that so um, ah James is back hello where did you go hello you've muted yourself can you hear me now? I can.
1: Where have you been? Yeah, internet just suddenly dropped off. Don't know what that was all about.
0: Ah, well, I did. Um, I I did sort of do a little bit of like, uh, hello, where are you? Have you gone to watch from? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, where were we? Sorry, <laughs> I actually don't know. So I did a bit of filler and I finished what I was talking about with from. So uh, you'll have to okay. listen to this week's episode if you want to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was just saying to the Salty Taboz, the other two programmes that I'm currently watching, so um, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, because um, I've realised mm-hmm. that I've not actually watched all of those episodes. So, um, I mean, I've watched an awful lot of them, but I really enjoy uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Again, it's a, just a little bit of cheesy. You can mm-hmm. watch it. It's 20 minutes long or so, you know, and it... Oh, uh, well it actually takes longer you know you you can watch like four episodes and it's only been like you know a couple of hours or whatever you know so um yeah i need mean, something a bit lighthearted but it's just it's yeah it
1: it's stick your brain in neutral kind of thing isn't it and just enjoy yeah. so
0: yeah, but also you know Brooklyn Nine Nine is also quite funny as well. So um, it the, is funny. Yeah. yeah, there's been a couple of really laugh out loud moments. You know that I didn't have in like Seinfeld. So I gave the uh, gave the time and the whatever for that. You know, so uh, <laughs>
1: there's no accounting for taste. So. No. <laughs>
0: and the last program that i'm currently watching so this is actually like we're watching as a a a weird family unit i guess but um the dog wait hang
1: on are you saying are you saying you watch it as a that you are a weird family unit or the thing in general is a weird thing
0: no we watch it as a weird family (laughs) so basically i watch it with my mum and graham um okay yeah so you know it's kind of uh yeah it's always hard to sort of explain that kind of thing, isn't it It's like uh stepdad uh I don't know anyway, yeah, so this other program that we've been watching is called manifest and it's really really good James. you need to check it out if you if you can
1: yeah I've not heard of it, so
0: yeah, make a note of it right now um but I'll also message you and let you know what it's called again as well. so it's a little bit weird in in the viewing sense um for for this program because at the moment not all series are over in the UK so this is a big popular program right. in America. But on the UK Netflix there's series one and series four, which makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> why why not put the other two series on? But anyway Just
1: keep me guessing. Yeah. <laughs> so so when you watch series one, then you get series four you're like what's happened
0: yeah well it is you know like i'll explain a little bit about it in a minute and that you know that connection actually is quite funny as well but um yeah it's um but what you what you have to do in the uk is i'm guessing it's something to do with like licensing or something like that but so netflix uk has got series one and series four um Mm -hmm. and series two and three can be either found on now tv or or um sky so again we've got sky so that's you know that's quite fortunate um mm-hmm. so yeah sorry i'm getting a bit out of breath now i think i'm talking too much Sounds okay but um yeah this program so I'll, I'll tell you about the pilot episode so the first episode um you've got a family group that they're all um they're all about to you know go travel home i think they say that they've been to jamaica so they've been on a big massive family holiday and yeah. um then you get an announcement from one of the uh airline stewardesses saying you know uh, we've overbooked the the flight you know we need to if we pay you 400 pound per person or whatever so there's a couple of the people in the family who jump at the chance of doing that because they're like, oh, you know, it's 400 quid, you know, not going to sniff at that.
1: So they're paying them off to get off the flight, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then there's a flight that's a bit later on. So the ones that are sort of hanging around, they, they're they all sitting, waiting to um, get on the flight. And they, you know, say goodbye to their family members, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so it's their time to leave now. So they get onto their flight. And um, while... You know, is kind of filming the flight. There's a lot of like turbulence, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there's like a lot of juddering. You know, everything. It, it, it everyone feels like it's going to crash at that point, and then it doesn't. You uh, know, suddenly stops. It's all good, and they arrive at the air, at the um at the airport. You know, obviously a bit shaken and whatnot. Turns out when they arrive, it's five years later
1: ooh, time tunnel
0: so, yeah so it's like you know, it's trying to work out and uh, but then when they um they've arrived so obviously all their family members are all like either you know some of them are dead some of them have uh you know like if they were um engaged you know they've moved on to marry yeah, somebody else because it's been yeah. yeah it's been five years Um, But there's also a weird bit as well because there was this twin, uh, two twins. One of them was on the flight that, was, you know, the first flight and then the second one Mm. was on the second flight. And uh, so the twins are now five years difference because they're exactly the same age.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So it's so surreal. But then the other thing is, is that they keep getting like these thoughts and messages in their head of their own voice telling them something okay they're like oh you know you need to i don't know go save them or something like that and Mm. but you hear it when you're actually near the location you know so save them save them and you know you let them go or whatever it is and you're trying to sort of like work out what it is but yeah, it's it's really really good. I do really really enjoy it. So there, it sounds good. It's a weird. It sound like
1: a weird one, but it does sound good.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, so like I said, series it is actually quite funny. That series one and series four are on Netflix. But you know, so in that sense, you know, it's jumping forward in the years. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it is really good. There are some mighty fine cheesy moments as well, though, sadly, which. <laughs> You kind of get on your nerves a bit. That It's the same family saving the day all the time. And it's like, oh, well, what about all the other people on the flight? You know, what are they up to? But, yeah. So there's some bits that you kind of have to go, oh, just look past. And then there's other parts that are um, really, really good. So, yeah. I've, I've been absolutely enjoying myself with all of the TV watching that I've been doing. And uh, good. that's my life so far, guys. So... Yeah. <laughs> And here we are today. I
1: watched a really, uh, a truly awful film, but it didn't intentionally want to be, called Heart of Stone, with uh, Gal Gadot and uh, Jamie Dorman, and various other people. It's like a spy. F- and okay. The, the push, were, from what I understand, is they were saying that they, they, th- they thought they could make it like a, a next Mission Impossible uh, kind of style series, with Gal Gadot as the, uh, or good I can't remember pronounce the surname exactly, as the, uh, the lead. And... It was every single spy cliche you can imagine in this mm. film. Um, it was basically like it was trying to be, it was you know taking elements of James Bond, taking elements of Mission Impossible, and if you treated it, I can't we uh, uh, the conclusion that was uh, it was Sean and I kind of like, he watched it where he is, I watched it where I am, and we kind of like kept in communication, making notes, and we uh, we came to the conclusion that if you treated it as a comedy. And just laughed at it it actually
0: wasn't so bad <laughs> <laughs> was it supposed to be a comedy or was it um supposed God, to be serious? God
1: no we just we just worked out the base if you treated it as like a parody it actually was you I found myself laughing out loud at parts we going that is the most cliched thing you can possibly imagine
0: oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> but it
1: was terrible it was awful but it was funny. Yeah.
0: So what was that called again so that people can avoid it?
1: Heart of Stone. No, I advise they watch it for the, to see if they find it as funny as I did. Heart of Stone.
0: <laughs> so you like to punish people as well then? So like you think I'm grumpy with my uh God's well, wallet. No, no. We've not punished
1: them enough listening to the podcast, so I've just gotta add that extra twist of the knife. Yeah.
0: Yeah, guys, this program's really good. Touch of Stone or something like that. Yeah, Heart
1: of, heart of Stone. You'll you love it, honest.
0: <laughs> okay, guys, check it out, all right? Yeah, do it. Let us know what you think. <laughs>
1: yeah, if you've had a bad day and you feel you need to punish yourself, that's the one.
0: <laughs> well, um, well, personally... I don't know about you, but I'm beginning to flag a little bit now, James. So, um, should we finish off with some stories of the week and uh, call this a good episode of Giggles?
1: Yes, we can. I'll have to let you go first. I've lost my stories of the week through technical error, but <laughs> one minute.
0: <laughs> no problem. Right, so my story this week is Anaconda. Oh, Hello. Hello. Sorry. everything We're having technical issues here, and uh, now it seems to be fine. So the aliens are obviously causing problems here. Um, mm. Anaconda, or Loch Thames Monster, Ooh, man makes a bizarre find in River Thames. Interesting. Mm. A mad thing has been spotted in the River Thames, and it's got everybody talking. The bypass... Uh, the by. Bi- uh, the passerby, sorry, <laughs> brain needs to function with mouth. <laughs> the passerby posted a photo on Reddit of what appears to be a reptilian face with a red eye poking its head out of the water. Saw a mad thing in the Thames just now. He appropriately captured the bizarre photo Um Severin, several commenters offered up theories on what the creature or object could be. Mm-hmm. One person joked, It's the famous Thames Anaconda, while another suggested it was the Loch Thames Monster. A third remarked, "It actually just a rock with a bottle cap resting on the surface, <laughs> while another <laughs> was convinced it was a wooden post with something red inserted into it. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I'm kind of, to be honest, I'm kind of with the third person, really. I think it might be a rock with a bottle cap on top. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, I think the chances are high.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, some pointed out the five foot long snake skin that was found on the banks of the Thames last year. So there's a chance it could be a snake. I didn't hear about that story. I don't know if you did. don't think so. No the skin thought to be the boa constrictor was discovered by london mudlark jason sandy now do you know what a mudlark is it's a bird isn't it no it's um i mean it might be it might you also might be true but um i only know this because graham keeps watching them on youtube so um and also it's kind of cool anyway but it's people that basically go around um in certain areas they're digging up for sort of treasures and things like that but they're all digging up in like the mud and stuff and so if they if they find any sort of gems or whatever then they're allowed to actually sort of keep them so uh Mm -hmm. that's yeah there's a big thing about it on like youtube there's loads of people that seem to be doing it so yeah so there you go every day is a school day james indeed Yeah, indeed. You didn't even know that you wanted to know that, did you? (laughs) The more you know. (laughs) Yeah, well, there you go. And now the Metro is about to tell us what it is, so let's see if I got it right. A mudlark is someone who scavenges... Scavenges... Whatever. Scavenges... Whatever. Searches for things in the river mudbeds for items that could be worth something. Jason posted his find on Instagram saying... It felt like he was mudlarking along the Amazon River, not the Thames. In 2021, the first full health check of the River Thames in uh, 64 years uh, found sharks, sea hoises,
1: hoises.
0: hoises. (laughs) Um, oysters and seals were living in the waters the poor bastards i mean you know couldn't they have gone somewhere else i mean it's disgusting the river thames isn't
1: it it's not with the cleanest of places
0: no no definitely i'm surprised they didn't find loads of dead bodies in there and stuff like that as well but
1: oh, well, i'm sure if you search far enough and deep enough there will be bodies oh well, it yeah. can't be that un— you know that unclean know, that polluted those things can live in it so
0: yeah i suppose well, maybe they have just adapted to it but yeah um It was the first time the river had undergone a proper review since being declared biologically dead in 1957. The Zoological Society of London, ZSL, uh, said the water was teeming with life. Uh, The Thames supports over 115 species of fish, 92 species of bird and almost 600 salt marsh a crucial wildlife habitat okay this is the filler isn't it okay no that's the that's the end
1: it can't be too dirty then it cannot be too bad then if we can how you know it can have that many uh, different species it must be reasonably tidy and clean
0: yeah yeah so which i think everybody Including myself is surprised to hear because um, I always considered the Thames water to be disgusting. So, uh, you know, because there was that time that Dave, I think it was David Walliams, wasn't it? He decided to swim it.
1: I don't think he was in the Thames, but...
0: I think he was. Uh, who knows? Well, somebody was anyway. I, I may have got the wrong person, but yeah. But anyway... Yes, so what's, what story are you being uh, you bringing us James?
1: Well, I'm sticking, I'm sticking with an the animal theme. Mm-hmm. So, passengers on an Iraqi Airlines flight were delayed after a bear managed to escape from the cargo <laughs> hold.
0: <laughs> I saw this one as well. I was like, "No." Nah.
1: <laughs> the animal. <laughs> the animal was somehow able to get out of its crate just as the plane was about to depart from Dubai International Airport on Friday. He was headed to the Iraqi uh, Iraqi capital of Baghdad, but the arrival time was reportedly pushed back an hour after travellers were asked to disembark when the bear was dealt with. Uh, The aircraft crew worked with authorities and specialists in the United Arab Emirates to sedate the animal and remove it from the plane. Footage shows the big black bear being handled through the gap of the plane's open cargo door. Iraqi Airways says it wasn't a Wasn't to blame for the bear's escape, insisting that procedures were carried out in accordance with the law and standards approved by the International Air Transport Association. Now, the Prime Minister, Mohammed Shia uh, al Sudani, has ordered an investigation on how the bear escaped. Uh, The the airline has initially said the bear was being flown from Baghdad to Dubai, but it confirmed on Sunday that it was actually the other way around. Uh, The company has declined to say who owns the animal. Keeping predatory animals as pets has become popular among the wealthy in Iraq, especially in Baghdad. Authorities have struggled to enforce legal provisions to protect wild animals, and Baghdad's police have previously called on citizens to help by reporting sightings. They are worried about dangerous animals being let loose on the city streets or any up as exotic meals in restaurants. And that's the end of the article. <laughs> God bless you, Metro. So well written
0: yes thank you metro we have missed you um (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe not (laughs) we've missed mocking you let's put it that way Mm. (laughs) well james i think this is another fantastic episode in the bank that you know both me and you Mm. have done um Mm -hmm. it's great to be back talking to you again my friend
1: Mm -hmm. same here for you i'd just like to point out
0: just as a second thought there
1: Mm. Yeah, go on. The anaconda, a lot Thames monster. I've seen the picture. It looks more just like a rock to me, with a bit of a <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> something with the, stuck to it. Yeah, with a bottle cap or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's definitely, it, you know, I can see that if you were looking from a distance, it might, mm. you know, might be reptang it, you know, sort of like reptile-ish mm. in, in look, but yeah, it's it's not. It's a it's a rock with a. Um, you know, we're debunking the, um, yes. the theory on this podcast. I'm sorry, everybody. And
1: just just look at it this way, Gemma. As bad as you may feel, as bad as salty tadpoles may feel listening to some of our bizarre stories, no one can feel as bad as the ghost who has been married for less than a year and has now been ditched by the woman who married him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. Right, you can't leave it on that. You're going to have to tell yeah. us the story. <laughs>
1: Oh, God. So, a, si- <laughs> a singer who claimed to have married the ghost of a Victorian soldier says she's getting a divorce. <gasps> Brocard, 40, of Oxford said she met the spirit of Eduardo one stormy night in 2021 when he burst into her bedroom and immediately professed his love for her. <laughs> oh, no. Just to point out, people, most noble people... Realize this is somebody with deep mental health problems, but mm-hmm. anyway, I'll yeah. carry on. They supposedly then became inseparable, with the ghost even sending her cryptic messages in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't take long before cracks began to appear in the otherworldly relationship. Bricardo previously claimed herself and Eduardo had argued over their wedding date. She said, I want a summer wedding, but he hates the heat and I secretly love to make him melt. But he disappears often enough as it is. For weeks we got nowhere with it so I'm going to design a Ouija board of wedding dates to see which we are both drawn to. Um, I swear he's turned into a complete groomzilla and his list of demands grows daily. Eduardo always had a temperamental nature but the nuptials seem to be bringing out the worst in him. The singer also claimed the spirit often took issue with her discussing their relationship publicly. Though well, this didn't seem to stop her from appearing on This Morning, posting the wedding ceremony <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, after the marriage was officiated, uh, my, my first question is who in the right mind officiates this wedding? Uh, <laughs> Bricardo also complained they'd fallen out over Eduardo getting too drunk during their honeymoon
0: in Wales. For God's sake!
1: <laughs> in the months since, she claims the spirit had become increasingly possessive. Oh, very good. Um... His apparent fascination with Marilyn Monroe appears to have proven a further obstacle to marital bliss. <laughs> after Bracard, or Bracada, or the hell he pronounced name, uh, claims to have spotted the spirit of the late Hollywood actress at the chapel, um, she told Wales Online he would routinely disappear and then emerge days later, smelling Chanel Number no. Five, Miss Monroe's favorite perfume. Oh, Bracard announced the split. Uh, with the release of the latest track. Yeah, I'm just thinking maybe she's not mental, maybe she's smarter than all of us combined. (laughs) She's done a wonderful PR stunt. I'm going with... She's far smarter and not mental.
0: Yes, I think so too. And I think we need to get a Reddit page because everything seems to happen on Reddit. So let's um, mm. let's do that. <laughs> right, well, James, don't go looking for any more stories because I want to finish this episode now. So. <laughs> but that was a good one. That was a good one.
1: <laughs> it was a blinder.
0: It was. It was invisible. <laughs> it was. To the naked eye. <laughs> mm. Well, James, I think... Uh, this has been a great episode, and I think that we've been talking enough codswallop this week. I have been Gemma.
1: I have been James.
0: And I've got a slight croaky voice now, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, everyone. Bye bye. Bye bye.